Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave. I just want to let everybody know that I'm human like everybody else, and I like to experiment with eye makeup. <laughs> and every once in a while, I make a blunder and really do a number on my eyes because I'm physically allergic to all cosmetics, <laughs> but I keep trying. <laughs> so... So I have my sunglasses on today, but I'm here with you and excited for our show. <laughs> and I'm Renee Barbo. I'm more of the do not ever dolly myself up. Although I'm going to a family wedding soon and my sister said, would you like a nail appointment? And I thought, oh yeah, that would be really great. Let's go for it. Um, but, I, you know, makeup and I, I, I've always been really sensitive to makeup and, you know, the, all of those things that are more... I don't know if they're more feminine. They're not even any more feminine because men wear makeup too. But so we're glad you're here. Sunglasses and all. And those are really sharp sunglasses. I like like them too. (laughs) So I want to suggest people hit the subscribe button because look at a couple weeks ago, I showed up with COVID and this week Sandra shows up with sunglasses. We're here for you. So be here for us and hit the subscribe button. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So we do have an important topic today. Renee, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Well, you know, I'm kind of a a geography um, imbecile, I would have to say. Like, I I don't know if I'm just so busy in my own world spin that it's, you know, it's hard always to know what's going on, but I do, I do know what's going on and we are all affected by what's going on. And so just because I'm not placing all of my attention there does not mean that I minimize when an earthquake happens in Turkey and takes out, you know, 30, 30 plus thousand people in one fell swoop. And, you know, Sandra was just telling me about what's going on in New Zealand and, and, This is happening all over the world. And generally, you know, and Sandra and I don't get into the politics of it all. We want to get into the shamanic aspect of it, the what we can do to contribute aspect of it. Not like, is this a false flag? Is this, you know, we don't, we don't go there ever. And so if you try to get us to go there, we won't. So, you know, even I got an email after I said I had COVID and they're like, oh, my God, I thought that was going to air months later after I was feeling better. And, um, you know, like the, the history of COVID, all I can say about COVID and all of these other things going on is COVID was a formidable op- opponent. I could feel the energy of it. I could feel the aftermath of it. And so if someone wants to tell me that it's not real. I don't believe you because I just went through the experience of it. And I think that's kind of where we're going with with our talk today. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I, um, as you know, I have um, teachers all over the world and I have translators all over the world to translate, volunteer, translate my monthly column, which is just amazing to think about that. You know, we have this reach all over the world. And so I do have uh, one of my teachers does live in Turkey. So I um, was alerted um, by her as soon as the tragedy in Turkey and Syria. We keep leaving out Syria, but uh, they they have suffered uh, too. It's very interesting, though. 
um, if you look at what happened in Syria, um, there there was a town that suffered no damage because it was the buildings were built with code. <laughs> um, and so um, anyway, so uh, this kind of turned into, oh, what do we do to help all these people who are, are stuck in the rubble and all these people who don't, who are uh, okay, but don't have food, don't have water, don't have shelter. And then what about the 30,000 people who, who died? Um, you know, what do we do for them? And so, so I, I went into gear as Sandra Ingeman always does. I, um, I could have just said, uh, do this, which I did in one post on Facebook. I said, this is what I suggest you do. But then I decided to go ahead and lead a ceremony um, for people who were uh, uh, have learned shamanism and have been practicing shamanism, but also people who haven't. And because I know a lot of people are getting into trouble trying to do shamanic methods to help what's going on in the world where they don't have any training. And when you start looking at moving deceased people up into the transcendent realms, you need really good training to, to do this work. You can end up being messed up for years if you make a mistake, years. And people just aren't educated to this. It's teach us about this on Facebook. That's all we need. We just need a few sentences, and it's not like that. So I did. I recorded a ceremony. It is on YouTube for people who uh, want to listen to it. And it's a ceremony that could be done for any place. Um, how to honor the living. Um, how to see them in their strength and their light and not pitying them because millions of people pitying is like is like having a crushing earthquake on your body um and then doing honorable closure and just thanking all those souls who have um been here and contributed to the web of life and letting them know that it's time to go home and just raising our arms and saying it Thank you for being here, all that you gave, and it's time to go home. These are really easy things, but then what starts happening is, Sandra, will you do a ceremony for this place? Will you do a ceremony for this place? And it's, it's everybody has to, with as big as this world is right now and as big as the problems are right now, I believe, as Renee and I have talked about many, many times, that it's important to work in your local communities and maybe not get so big um, so that you can organize and keep things manageable and make a difference in your community and make a difference for yourself and make a difference in the world. Absolutely. Our work isn't to do everything. I think we, we think we get a taste of power and think, oh, I, I know how to do this. So, you know, I'm going to do it here and I'm going to do it there. And, and it's not all our work to do. And, you know, one of the things is, is that I believe when I saw that post of yours that 
you were called to do that one. You know, you were called because one moment you were talking about it and the next minute you were doing a ceremony about it. And so I'm there. And what I thought to myself was, oh, Saunders been called to do this because you were. And mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily what I was called to do. What I was called to do was um, one of my wind spirit cards is Yalana, the, the Turkish, the Yeruk wind goddess. And, you know, when Turkey became more Muslim, the indigenous practices went by the wayside. And so a few years ago, when somebody was in Turkey, they couldn't find anything about this wind god that I had un- uncovered through my research and my you know, journey. And so I called upon her and one of the other um, people in the wind clan called upon Yalana to go in and see what we could bring with the wind spirits into the healing, because that's how I was called differently. And, and, you know, you may or may not have been called to the Turkey. You might have been called to what's going on in um, New Zealand or um, some of the tragedies that have been going on in our own country, like the Ohio thing. I mean, there are so many places, if you just spun around to place your attention, to understand that you can't possibly be called everywhere all at once. Yeah, and... um you know we're we're in in an interesting time where people are dealing with um, levels of anxiety, levels of um, uh, depression, levels of insomnia. That uh, um, that's the only emails I'm getting. Unfortunately, I get all these emails on summits, and I can unsubscribe as many times as I want, but the emails keep coming. And this is what's happening. Um, and it's happening all over the world. I read a very interesting article uh, from a, a guy who wrote a book in Sweden on how to be happy. It's just this is what's happening in the world right now. And so that creates stress, an amazing amount of stress when we start, oh, what do I do? Uh, what can I do? Uh, I'm going to reach out to another teacher and say, okay, you you do this for us that again everything causes stress right now and stress is what's causing dementia and the dementia levels are going to younger and younger ages and it's all being put back to stress it's all Hmm. being put back to stress and so um and so we keep talking about, Renee and I keep talking about living the simple life. And what that means is how do you live your life so that you can be present in your own body, not feeling so much stress before you start to go out and look at who needs healing uh, out there and in the world. So, I think it's important for us to look at our own stress relief valves so that we don't get an earthquake inside of us. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, everything that's happening in the outer world is a metaphor of what's happening within. Yeah, that reminds me of this morning, this memory. You know, spirits look for hosts. There's no shortage of spirits up there looking for people to do things for them. Because they can't. So this morning, I'm writing my new book. 
And as soon as I got onto writing in my new books, the spirits are very excited and they're waking me up every single day at 4 a.m. Because I work a job and so I've got to be at my job by eight. And so this morning, four o'clock and uh, yesterday, somebody did a Reiki session on me and I thought like, no, I, I, I did. A, I did a little meditation at four o'clock and then I'm there like, no, I need rest today. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know you've got a lot to say and we've got a lot to write, but today I need rest. And so sure enough, I was able to go back to sleep until 7 a.m. And so that's kind of what we're saying is that just because it's out there doesn't mean that I need to get up every morning and write at 4 a.m. or or do a big ceremony or gather everyone over there to do a big ceremony. I may be focusing my energy on, you know, the things that I have to, to do and say a prayer but that there's many, many other people who take a more vested interest in other things as well. So you have to find the one that speaks true to your heart and be able to discern the the noisy sound waves out there. What is really for you? Yeah, absolutely. And um, and we know that being in community um, is a way to... Um, have health on every single level. It affects your health uh, physically and mentally and spiritually. And so I really believe that it's it's important for us to um, do what you're called to do. That's basically what the show is about. But also look at how you can do what you're called to do in your communities so that you have a strong community um, support because that's how our ancestors survived. That's how, um, that's how survival happened on this planet was with community support. And so where are you called to um, put your support right now? I think that's a really important question for all of us to answer that doesn't involve um, stressing you out too much, which ends up destroying you in the end. Mm. You just get taken down. Um, So it kind of reminds me of a conversation I had with a friend of mine about a a week ago. We're out on the patio having some tea and she was telling me that it's kind of this done for you. Shamanism days are over. You know, she was saying that for her students, she requires them to show up in person for the call because we've gotten so spoiled. Like we people buy these webinars and then they're going to listen to them at some other time and they're missing the energy. They're missing the support. And I think they're missing the training because it's just like people are compiling information and free information and, and on and on. I mean, I wrote to somebody a couple weeks ago and said, how much free information are you going to put out there in the world? Like we we're kind of like, we're, we're information overloaded and it's time that we turn that information into knowledge and wisdom by actually doing a small, maybe it's going out today and lighting a candle for the people that you're most connected to in Syria, Turkey, New Zealand, 
and actually doing something instead of looking to Sandra to do another ceremony or, you know, what am I going to do for it? Maybe it's really about flipping that on its head and getting more involved in your own daily practices, which we're going to have a show on very soon. Absolutely. Yeah, because um, uh, the point that Renee is making is really important. I have teachers who I've trained who are teaching online right now and what they're reporting back to me. A a lot of teachers are having great success. So um, I'm not putting down all online teaching. And as you know, I do online teaching too. But the the shadow side that's being uh, reported back to me is um, people uh, show up, they don't do any of the practices, um, and then they just go on to the next workshop. Mm -hmm. So as Renee is saying, we're, and this is a conversation I think I started, oh my God, when I started the Transmutation News, I started the Transmutation News in 2000. And we're at 2023. And I've been writing since 2000 that we're surfing the waves, that people aren't going deep enough. 23 years. Imagine if people would have gone deep enough in those 23 years, would we be dealing with the situation that we have on the planet right now? And so, yes, do what you're called to, but are you being called to it in a frantic way. I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. I mean, that's crazy. That's not helping anybody. (laughs) And so we have to take a step back and look at ways that we can share, we can give, whether it's money or whatever, um, or spiritual practices or lighting a candle or blowing the wind whistle or drumming uh, for a few minutes and just putting out a prayer these are really simple things that we can all do that do make a difference. And when I get criticized that this is woo-woo and it doesn't make a difference, I know it's people who haven't gone deep enough. Because if you went deep enough, you would see the miracles that come from doing these, uh, what you're calling woo-woo practices. We're seeing the miracles that are coming out of those <laughs> practices. So we have the proof to keep us going. Um, people who are still putting down spiritual work as it doesn't have power, it's because it's because you're not doing it. And so you're not seeing the miracles in it. And it just gets that simple. So what are you called to do that isn't just surfing? the waves. And as Renee is saying, just collecting more information. Mm-hmm. We're data collectors. Yeah. Now we've collected enough data that, you know, the AI is coming in and, and it's going to take all of that data and rewrite our, rewrite our future. I don't know about that, but I'm going to stick to my simple practices today. And, and, and Sandra, I know you're going to do that as well. And, you know, we're, we're, we were talking about before we got hit the record button that we both know that we're being called to go deeper with our own practices. And so that's the insight that I would like to leave you with today. I think that's the best insight to leave today. So blessings, everyone. And, um, 
And this is a challenging time, but we have a lot to be grateful for. You have your life, and um, there are things to be grateful for. And so do your work, but remember to also do the practices that regenerate your body so that you're not getting burnt out by all the challenges that we're experiencing, because that is what's happening with a lot of people right now. And we can do this differently. We can do this walk. We can walk on this path from a place of strength. We can. So I'll leave you with that and blessings.